Welcome to Beyond the Crucible. I'm Warwick Fairfax, the founder of Beyond the Crucible. To bounce back from your crucible, you've got to know who you are. And in some sense, when life is at its worst, when you're at your worst, you've got to double down on being authentic. You've got to throw off the mask and dig deep within who you really are, what are your beliefs and values, what are the things you hold most dear, what's important, and if ever there's a time you've got to be you, the real you, it's amidst a crucible. The real you. We've spent the last few weeks helping you discover who that is. Now we shift our attention to the importance of making sure you live in light of what you've learned that you resist the temptation to don a mask and instead show the world the authentic you. Hi, I'm Gary Schneeberger, co-host of the show. In this sixth episode of our special summer series, Crucible Hacks, we offer a pair of ways you can help ensure you're living authentically. We call them Anchors Away and Forgive, Forgive, Forgive. They'll help you as you continue to journey past what's been broken in your life and toward the breakthrough that's waiting for you. Wearing a mask will not help you reach that destination because, as we say in this episode, there are no alter egos in a life of significance. Just a reminder, what we're doing here is we're walking you through a series of what we're calling crucible hacks, actions you can take to make tasks simpler tasks. We're spotlighting the best practices you can do at each step of your journey from tragedy to triumph. Moving beyond a crucible is not easy, it's not quick, it's not something you can accomplish by taking shortcuts, but the hacks we're talking about here, even though they aren't quick fixes, they are things and ideas and inspirations to help you move from this happened to me to this happened for me. How we're doing it is we're taking 10 weeks going through step-by-step what we call the Beyond the Crucible refining process and some things that are attached to the refining process that may not be exactly tied into the refining process. Our goal is to give you a helping hand through insights and exercises we haven't shared on the podcast before that give you helpful guidance on how to tackle and move through each step. And this week's discussion is on a subject that is is one of those I just talked about. It's not really part of the refining process as we define it, but it's like in the same zip code. It's maybe a an, an on-ramp to it. It's, it's certainly a connecting point to it. And that is, we are going to be talking about authenticity, how we live our lives as our authentic selves. And this week's discussion, we're giving you another insight into living that life of significance that we discussed in week one. Remember, we started at the ending. We began at the ending. We started with significance. And today we're going to offer you some hacks to help you live with authenticity. And as has become our custom in this series, we'll start by offering up Noah Webster's definition of that word from his very first dictionary in 1828. And this is that definition. The quality of being, and I don't know why they spoke like this in 1828, but apparently they did. The quality of being genuine original, okay? Genuine, we can say for our purposes here in 2023, genuine and original. And Warwick, given what we've discussed the last three weeks, we started with beliefs and values, followed by passion, then by talents, 
that's a particularly spot on definition, isn't it? Not just being genuine, but being original and unique. Our authenticity is our expression of who we truly and uniquely are. Fair? That's That pretty much sums up what authenticity is for us, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I love that phrase, being genuine and original, being truly ourselves. And really, when we think about authenticity, that's what it is. That's what we mean by it. It's being a true, authentic selves. It really our authenticity, it defines us. Who are we that's different than the next person? Doesn't mean we're better or worse. We're just uniquely, genuinely, and originally ourselves. You know, without authenticity, we're not being our true selves, the real us. We're being someone else, some amorphous, make-believe cartoon character, maybe an amalgam of uh, some people that we know and like or somehow we think that will impress others and we make this cartoon character and we project that. But who do people see when they see this amorphous make-believe cartoon character? They don't see us. If we get like praise and they like that cartoon character, well, that's not praise for us. It's praise for some mythical character. It's not us. It's like meaningless. And so, you know, we when we put on this fake mask, as we'll talk about, we're being anything but genuine, uh, original. We're certainly not being our true authentic selves. Right. And we have a good understanding, as we've been going through this series on Crucible Hacks, we have a good understanding right now of who our genuine selves are. Because as I said at the top, we have already talked about in the last three weeks leading up to this episode, what are our beliefs and values? What are our passions? What are our talents? We've, we've lined those three things up. And once we understand those things, it logically follows that to live well, we need to live in light of those things. And that's why this sixth episode of the series is about authenticity. And what was fun about this work is um, I did some research more than I usually do and in different ways than I usually do for this episode. And that I went back to the source material, right? The, the DNA of Beyond the Crucible. And that is your book, Crucible Leadership, Embrace Your Trials to Lead a Life of Significance. And I there's actually the third chapter in that book is called Knowing and Being Yourself, right? It's that's all about authenticity. It was important enough in the founding document, if you will. The first thing that you did as you as you were getting really on, you know, moving fast down your road to a life of significance, you wrote that book. Um, you dedicated an entire chapter to this subject. So it has to be something that's important to this process that we're trying to help people walk through here. Um, so you know, I have to ask you why. Did you and why do you? Because I think both are true. You did think it was important and you do think it's important. Um, why did you consider being authentic so critical to bouncing back from a crucible and living a joyful and fulfilling life? That's the first half of the question. I'm an old journalist. I can I can have an eight-part question, right? And it can be one question. Question, <laughs> question sub part A. And the second part of that question. So what you know. Why is it so critical to bouncing back from your crucible? Part one, part two is why is it so hard? Sort of walk listeners through both aspects of that question. You know, to bounce back from your crucible, you've got to know who you are 
And in some sense, when life is at its worst, when you're at your worst, you've got to double down on being authentic. You've got to throw off the mask and dig deep within who you really are, what are your beliefs and values, what are the things you hold most dear, what's important. And you've, if ever there's a time you've got to be you, the real you, it's amidst a crucible. It's not going to serve you well to think, What's, what is somebody else going to do in Mr. Crucible? You know, what kind of person do I need to be? I mean, that will just keep you in the crucible. You'll, 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 in fact, um, one crucible like rabbits will tend to multiply into a bunch of other crucibles rather than right. making it better. You will make it worse. You'll make that pit deeper and, uh, you know, wider. One of the reasons why it's so hard for many of us to be authentic is that we put on a mask to protect ourselves, to give off an image that we think that people will like and embrace. It's one thing if people reject the fake you, the one with the mask. Right. It's another thing if they reject the real you, the authentic you. They've, you feel like they've rejected everything about you, your beliefs, values, your personhood, your hobbies, your uh, everything that makes you you. And that's you know, incredibly threatening and frightening. It's sort of soul-crushing. And so you know, we don't want to be hurt like that. And so therefore, we put on armor to, to, to think that's going to protect ourselves. We put on this mask of inauthenticity. Uh, but, you know, when life is at its worst, we have to have the courage to dig down, dig deep, and live in light of who we truly are. I mean, that's the only way to live a joyful and fulfilling life. Putting on a mask, it's like being in a fog, there's no sunlight in a fog. There's no joy in fulfilling life. There's just fog and confusion. So you, know, you want to clear up confusion, avoid confusion, be your true authentic self. Right. And you said a couple of minutes ago, it's important to know who you are. Well, knowing who you are is only half of the journey, right? The other half of the journey is living who you are. It doesn't do you much good to know who you are if you're not going to live that out. Um, and, and after a crucible, getting to know who you are, finding out what your, your you know, uh, gifts are, finding out what your beliefs and values are, finding out what your talents are those, are, those are not always the easiest thing to do. So if you go through that work, you, soul work, as you've called it, if you go through that work, if you go through those processes and you get to that place, putting a mask on kind of negates every all the work that you've done. So it's step one is knowing who you are. What we're talking about here in living authentically is 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 doing who you are in essence. So we've got some some help for listeners here on how to do that, our hacks this week. So without additional ado, let's get to our authenticity hacks. The first one is anchors away. Um, it's a strand that's uh, run through beyond the crucible since its founding, back when it was still called crucible leadership. That's how far back it goes. To bounce back from a crucible and live a life of significance, we need an anchor for our soul. An, Im an immovable truth or set of truths that steady us when we feel wobbly. And life after a crucible can be quite wobbly. You know that, listener, if you've been through a crucible. Warwick knows that. I know that. It, it, guilt, shame, fear, doubt, they can all take over our psyches and our, and our outlooks on life. This is the time, folks, when we need to dig into, hang on to the things we know to be true beyond any given circumstances we might be going through. So the hack is this. What is your anchor? 
what steadies you when the winds and the rains and the roiling waters of life threaten to capsize you? What's your safe harbor that is always safe regardless of the conditions, emotional and circumstantial, around you? Where can you always find rest and hope? And the hack part of this is simple. As you're thinking about that, as things come to mind, write it down. Keep it in a place you can see it, where you can be reminded when you need it and you need to remember what it is. The thing I do with that, and Warwick, you know this, I, th I, I have so many t-shirts full of catchy slogans that come up that, that are meaningful to me. That's one way I do it. However that works best for you to, to keep it in front of you, front of mind, top of mind, front of face, so that you know that's your anchor, whatever that might be. Why, Warwick, is identifying this so important to moving beyond the crucible? And how did, here's one of those two-part questions again. First question, why is it so important? Second question, how did having an anchor get you out of the pit after your own crucible? Yeah, I mean, it ties back to our discussion of beliefs and values. You know, when the storm of your crucible is at its worst, that's when we need to lean in most heavily to what we believe and hold most to, that is our belief and values. And it's, you know, beliefs and values is really a key part of what provides an anchor for our souls that helps us be our true authentic selves. You know, authenticity is really anchored by our beliefs and values and what we hold most dear. So that's that's kind of keeps us centered in, uh, in terms of who we truly are. We need to live what we believe and more than ever uh, live and lead in light of our true authentic selves. So as you say, it's not just knowing who we are, it's living in light of who we are. So, you know, living in light of our values, whether for me it's humility and integrity, it's it's living the people that we are, what we believe, um, how we see the world. It's not trying to be somebody that we're not. For me, after my failed $2.25 billion takeover of my family's 150-year-old family media business, I lent heavily into my faith. And for me, my faith in Christ, that's the anchor that really governs my soul. That's my true authentic self is anchored in my faith. And so for me, there were, you know, some key scripture verses. Uh, you mentioned having them on t-shirts. There's one that I have uh, printed out on my desk, 1 John 2.17. It says, the world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. There's another one that during those dark days in the early 90s, as I was trying to come back from my failed takeover, it was another anchoring, centering thought that I would recite to myself over and over again. And it says, um, brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 3, 13 and 14. So that sense of um, I'm anchored by something that's eternal, not the world's desires. I'm anchored by you know, my faith in Christ. And so I forget what is behind the failed takeover of my myriad mistakes. And I strain toward what is ahead, maybe a new plan for my life that took a while to unfold. But I pressed on towards that goal, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. 
those are some of my key um, authentic values that help me get beyond um, get beyond my worst day. The, this was an anchor for my soul that kept me grounded in my true authentic self. So if anything, after the takeover in those early years in the 90s, I tried to be even more authentic, being you know, my true authentic self. And that was not easy because I was not feeling good about myself at the time. Right. The idea of, of how authenticity then fits into this, this idea of not how your anchor fits into this positive this avoiding masks, avoiding inauthenticity, it gives you a place. I mean, it's, it really is the best mirror you can look into, isn't it? Your 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 anchor can be a mirror. It, it can be something that steadies you, but it can also be something that refocuses you on what's real, on what's true, on what's, you know, it, it helps you realize that no matter how you felt on this day, and it helps, and, it, and, it's, and it's helped me do that too. No matter how I feel on this day, that's not the rest of the day, right? Life is somewhat like the stock market. It's a long game. And how, how you feel on this moment isn't necessarily how you need to go out into the world and behave. You behave in light of your values, who you know yourself to be authentically. Um, if you do that, you avoid masks. If you avoid masks, you're able to go through life as yourself, which is is right going through life, not kind of riven in two, but putting one foot in front of the other, moving toward uh, a goal that you want to reach. That was authenticity hack one, folks. Authenticity hack two is this. Forgive, forgive, forgive. The three most important rules Forgive, forgive, forgive. Um, one of the hardest things about living authentically after a crucible are the albatrosses that drape themselves around our necks after one hits us. Sometimes those crucibles are things we had a hand, maybe two hands in, causing ourselves. Others were things that were done to us. In either case, a critical pivot point to moving forward is to grant forgiveness to those, be it ourselves or other people, who contributed to the situation that makes us feel we have to go through life with a mask on. Being something less than our authentic selves. Trying to hide the truth from the world around us because of this. If they only knew, finish the sentence, right? We all have gone through that moment. If they only knew this about me, that about me, that about me, they'd reject me. That leads to the mask. So here's an exercise you can try. Grab your Crucible Hacks notebook and put a header at the top of a page that says, people I need to forgive, and then start listing names. At the start, don't add any detail about why you need to forgive them or what you need to forgive them for. Just get the names out of your head and onto the paper. You'll be able to fill in the details later. I'm going to give you the first answer that's probably going to apply to your situation, right? Here's the first answer to, to the quiz here. Uh, the first answer is probably to write your own name down there. One of the one of the hardest things that we go through uh, on the other side of a crucible is forgiving ourselves for things that we maybe didn't do right, that caused the crucible, that made the crucible worse, how we responded while we were in the crucible. There's often, very, very often a need to forgive ourselves. And then in the same way that knowing who you are is not the same as living who you are, Writing down and understanding who you need to forgive is not the same as doing so. Forgive them is the second part of this process in whatever way works best for you. You talk a lot about this subject, Warwick, on this show. Um, 
Why is it so important to bouncing back from a crucible? This is funny. I have two questions in every one question I have for you. That's not fair of me. <laughs> Why is it so important in bouncing back from a crucible, forgiveness, and in what ways can it help us live with authenticity? Yeah, you know, Gary, to bounce back from your crucible, you cannot be mired in a sea of bitterness and anger. You might be seething with anger towards others or towards yourself. And we often say this, forgiveness doesn't mean condoning. It doesn't mean that you condone what you did right. or the terrible things that other people uh, did to you. But lack of forgiveness prevents you from moving forward. It's like drinking poison. So here you are at the bottom of the pit and lack of forgiveness just keeps you in the pit. It's like somebody puts like this metal plate on top of the pit and you're never getting out. You'll be there for eternity or beyond. At least it feels that way. So you want to get out of that pit. Uh, certainly one thing you cannot do is not forgive yourself or forgive others. And it's very tough to be authentic if you feel who you are is broken, is right, damaged. Right. And whether that's because you feel that you're a terrible person, or it may be people have done terrible things to you, and you're ashamed of who you are, even though it wasn't your fault. We've had so many people on the podcast where the people have been abused and abandoned, and they will all tell you that they felt ashamed of who they were, even though it wasn't their fault. Hard to understand, but it certainly seems to be true. So if you feel like you're broken or you're a terrible person, you can't be authentic because being authentic means being authentic to somebody that you just don't like, that you don't think is worthwhile, you don't think is worthy. So you need to realize that we're not defined by what was done to you or what you did. We're more than a mistake, even a terrible mistake, uh, and we're more than a terrible thing that was done to us. From a spiritual point of view, from my Christian worldview, you know, God teaches us that in Psalm 139, that we're beautifully and wonderfully made. I believe, you know, most spiritual ways of thought say that we have inherent value as human beings. We are not, uh, you know, defined by our worst day or terrible things were done to us. So I think if you realize that it, in some sense, we're all children of God and we all have inherent value, it's okay to be authentic because we're being authentic to being somebody that is worthy irrespective of what was done to us or irrespective of maybe a, a terrible time that we had or terrible th a thing that we did. So that's really why forgiveness and authenticity are tied together. It's hard to be authentic if you think you're a terrible and broken person. You've got to make the, make the step, make the action that I will forgive myself and others, that I am uh, worthy of love, I am a worthwhile person, and therefore, I will be authentic to who I am, because who I am is, you know, fundamentally a child of God, fundamentally somebody of value. So the two are really linked: forgiveness and authenticity. You know, it sounds like you might have just been the guy who created Beyond the Crucible. Like it, it, it sounds like you might be like the. That was that was a beautiful way to put it, and it and it does connect the, all those points together well. I almost I have to confess to you, listener. I almost walked into a crucible of my own creation, which would have then forced me to, um, you know, led me to have to forgive myself. I almost left off, which is in the middle of my notes here, I almost left off our summer game, our crucible hacks worksheet, 
Um, I almost left you in a lurch, not knowing what to write on your summer hacks worksheet for this week. So I caught myself just in time. Um, if you remember, the, the, the summer hacks worksheet is uh, this idea of every week we're going to give you a code word that you will put in the worksheet. It's available at beyondthecrucible.com. You'll write that word in there. And then the first 25 people who, who submit that will give you details on how to submit it later. The first 25 people who submit that will get a signed copy of Warwick's book, Crucible Leadership, Embrace Your Trials to Lead a Life of Significance. All you need to do now is write down this code word. And it's not even a code word that a code word this week. It's a code phrase. We're expanding our repertoire. The code phrase this week is, drum roll, the code phrase is being yourself. That's the phrase to write down for week six in the Crucible Hacks Summer Series Worksheet. So again, get your worksheet over at beyondthecrucible.com. And you'll uh, definitely want to play along because 25 people will get signed copies of Warwick's book. And trust me, it's a good read. Um, it's, a, it, it's, it's a life, I don't say this smugly, it's, it's a life-changing read, meaning it, 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 has the, it has the absolute ability to change the trajectory of your life. And you can pick it up for free just by completing this worksheet signed by Warwick. That brings us to the end of another episode, Warwick. Any, um, any final thoughts for our friends before we, we leave them for the week? You know, Gary, we only have one life to live. And as Noah Webster puts it, we might as well live our authentic, genuine, original life. Because mm. we each do have a genuine, original life. There's no person that's ever been on this planet like us, and there's no person that ever will be like us. We're a unique combination of, uh, you know, genes, life experiences, family, we're just a unique person that is different than anybody else on the planet. We need to have the courage to be us with our unique talents, passions, beliefs, and values. We need to believe that as human beings, that we're children of God, that we have inherent value, that we have, from my perspective, inherent God-given purpose and meaning that we're meant to live out in this world. And so, we need to be our authentic selves because only then can we live a joyful and fulfilling life that we believe uh, should ultimately lead to a life of significance, a life on purpose dedicated to serving others. We can't accomplish that, a joyful and fulfilling life, a life of significance, if we're running around trying to be somebody else with some amorphous cartoon character mask. We can only do that if we take off the mask and be our true authentic selves and believe that that true authentic self has value and purpose and don't be afraid of being us. There are no alter egos in a life of significance. It's all who you are. So come back and join us next week, listeners, um, when we offer up some more crucible hacks that will help you move beyond your crucible toward that life of significance. enjoyed this episode, learned something from it, we invite you to engage more deeply with those of us at Beyond the Crucible. Visit our website, beyondthecrucible.com, to explore a plethora of offerings to help you transform what's been broken into breakthrough. A great place to start 
our free online assessment, which will help you pinpoint where you are on your journey beyond your crucible and to chart a course forward. See you next week.